Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Today's guest is David Kirby, CAE. David Kirby is the executive director for the Road Information Program, otherwise known as TRIP. So, David, thanks for taking your time today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, tell me about what the Road Information Program is. I would imagine some of our listeners may have heard of it. A little information about the Road Information Program would be very helpful. Sure. Well, it's a it's a big title, but TRIP is the acronym, and that's what we uh, go by. And uh, TRIP is a, a D.C.-based transportation research nonprofit. We look at issues related to surface transportation, everything from road conditions, safety, congestion, economic development. TRIP has been around since 1971, really, and the sole mission is to build public and legislative support for increased funding and public work spending to improve our nation's surface uh, transportation infrastructure. And you work all across the country, am I right? We do, yeah, all 50 states. How does TRIP decide where they're going to go or what they're going to do? That's a huge undertaking. Sure is, yeah. No, you know, we, we've, over the last, well, coming up here on, on 50 years, we've built a, a great uh, network of transportation-related industries, uh, coalitions, groups such as um, insurance companies, equipment manufacturers, distributors, folks who are interested in, uh, you know, making sure that we have an efficient and safe surface uh, structure uh, transportation network to promote economic development. So we, we work with those folks, and they really, you know, let us know, hey, we've, we've got a serious issue in the state of Missouri. You know, we're, we're having some issue getting our goods to uh, the port or from farm to market, those types of things. And so we'll come in and, and take a look at, at really what's going on in the state and, and put together those reports uh, from what folks are wanting to see. So how do you go about that process of putting together that report without giving me your uh, industrial secrets here? How do you go about <laughs> yeah. making that happen? Yeah, the secret sauce. You know, and, and so I, I, I tell you, on one side, we, we have great network and communications with some of those folks. And on the flip side, we've built great relationships with the state DOTs, you know, and the folks that are, are, are most close to the data and, and what's really happening on the ground. And so we will work quite a bit with state DOTs and even as far down as local counties on what they're seeing in terms of their road conditions, bridge conditions, things like that. And we'll put together the information then based, like I say, on, on communication between those folks, between our partners, just to make sure that the message is, is what's going out. So after you've done all your research and you're at the end of the road, what does a typical trip report look like? Well, it, it really runs the gamut. You know, for example, we did a report in Missouri um, a couple years ago, and, and we drilled down everything from road conditions even to uh, congestion. And if you're driving in the state of Missouri, what the road conditions are costing you on average per driver. I think the last report we did, it, it was, you know, on the average of $600 per year uh, in additional vehicle maintenance. 
per driver or, uh, you know, congestion. If you live in St. Louis or Kansas City, you know, you're looking at an average of 47 hours a year lost to just sitting in traffic. So some of those numbers that really, you know, by the time it, it gets out then to the media and then gets out to the public, I mean, those numbers really hit home with, you know, with the average American. And the information that you're developing is not slanted any way for or against anything or trying to make a case for or against anything. You're basically just aggregating the facts and putting them out for people to understand in a in an understandable format that's correct yeah we we don't do any lobbying in fact i think that's to me that's probably the most valuable service that we provide it's it's being an effective and credible communication tool uh, of highway and transportation industry across the nation and so you know that's why i I believe that the media kind of looks to us to report these numbers in a non-biased fashion what are some of the projects you're working on right now? What are, what are some of the states or areas that you're focused on? Yeah, well, we've actually, we've, we've kicked off the, the new year. We've already had a couple state reports go out. We uh, did a, a state report in New Mexico. We did one in Virginia. Happened to release it the day after the Super Bowl. So that coverage was kind of going. Congrats to your Kansas City Chiefs. But we were actually the, the second highest article on uh, on some of the websites there in Virginia after the Super Bowl. So... Mm-hmm. I've uh, got a couple state reports that are out. We're, we've got a couple that we're going to be releasing next week in some different states and actually looking at uh, upwards of 15 more uh, state reports that are coming out soon. And then, you know, nationally, uh, we're working on reauthorization reports. It's that time of year again in terms of the uh, reauthorization package that's expiring this September. States definitely rely on federal funding assistance when it comes to the interstate system, and so uh, we're working on some of those reports nationwide. Now, at the national level, what does that report look like? Well, uh, so many states, like I say, depend on uh, federal funding, you know, for their uh, highway system. So we're taking a look at those numbers, again, coming into states and and taking a look, you know, locally at, at what it means, for example, for the state of Missouri when they're looking at their federal dollars they get and what they use it for. And so we, we kind of put those reports together. You know, it's, it's interesting. Everyone agrees that the transportation infrastructure needs to be addressed nationwide. You know, I just moved back to D.C. a month and a half ago, and, and we drove across the country. And it's, it, it's obvious, even on our, our federal highway system, there's, there's some tremendous need. Unfortunately, no one can seem to come to an agreement on how to pay for it. And TRIP does not go into the area of trying to suggest any solutions. You just create a crystal That's clear correct. picture of what the conditions are, and then it's up to the policymakers to That's figure correct. out the answers. Yeah. yeah, we'll leave it up to our uh, to our elected officials, and uh, easier said than done. Well, and quite frankly, uh, you can't figure out where you're going until you know where you are, and it sounds like you create a pretty... A very accurate picture of where we are right now. That's correct. Yeah, David, you said you just drove across the country. How did you get involved in trip, and what <laughs> drove that road trip? Sure. You know, for the for the last eleven years, uh, I was with the AGC of Washington State, oversaw the the Central Washington region there in the Pacific Northwest, working certainly both with building and transportation arenas, uh, lobbying and member engagement, and things like that. During my time with AGC, I was also part of a transportation partnership coalition in central Washington. We looked at prioritizing transportation projects through the region and made several trips back to D.C., and, and there were a couple times that in my preparation for those trips, I would 
Google as much information as I could about the state of our roads in central Washington and would seemingly continue to come across the, the trip reports, not only the state-specific ones, but uh, freight reports uh, talking about issues, getting cargo to the terminals, which is extremely important in Washington State, and had a knowledge of trip and had utilized some of their information. And then when uh, when I got word that, that Will was going to be retiring, I went ahead and threw my name into the ring, and, and here we are. You know, trip really focuses more on the surface transportation, uh, on the on the road condition. But again, I, I think for our for our legislators as they look at at funding options, it's going to be they're going to have to look at that as a whole piece of the pie. But trip really focuses more on road and, and surface conditions. Well, it sounds like you've got a big challenge ahead of you with reauthorization and all these state programs. It's a uh, it's a lot of work. Uh, your research team is you and. Who? Yeah, so so we've got uh, five other staff here, and and that's you know that's one of the great things, Len, is the longevity of the staff here. I think the next person who's been here the shortest time has been here 18 years. So it's a, it's a very dedicated staff. Everybody knows what they're doing. They've worked together for a, a long time, and and I think their professionalism shows in how Trip has really been able to grow in influence year after year to now becoming. Uh, kind of that first person that the media turns to when they have questions about road conditions. Well, it sounds like there's a wealth of information out there that you have accumulated over the years. Is that all available on your website? So if I want to go back and look at your report about Illinois or Iowa or Missouri, that it, I can access that information? It is, yeah, and I would encourage people, if they're interested, they can go to tripnet.org got a wealth of information on the website there and then from there you know i'd encourage folks to to uh, take us up on connecting via social media as you know uh, the social media platform now in terms of people getting their news is becoming more and more important than even uh, you know our print media or television so how do i connect with trip on that regard just find you on facebook find you on linkedin find you on twitter all the other all the platforms you're out there yeah the, the easiest, like I say, is to go to tripnet.org, and then you can click on the links uh, to join us. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, it's all right there. And I think going to the website first will give you kind of a, a nice overview of who we are and what we do. And then from there, you can select those things to, to follow, us, follow us further. And as a member of the general public, it really behooves me to understand, just like I'm learning about all the other aspects of my life, whether it's health care or education or whatever, this is a real non-biased, unbiased snapshot of what's going on on my trip to work every day or my, taking my kids to school every day or whatever. It helps me understand the conditions that I'm facing. Yeah, it, it really does. I remember giving a um, speech to a, a rotary group several years ago on transportation and you know, I, I realize it's not the most exciting topic in the world uh, and when you start talking about transportation. But, you know, in that room there of 40, 50 people, everyone got somewhere in that morning, whether, like you say, taking their kids to school, coming into work, going home at night, and whether it's the road conditions and, and what's impacting your car on maintenance or whether it's sitting in congestion and what's impacting you in the fuel that's wasted or, or most importantly, whether it's safety issues of you getting to and from work or your kids to and from school, transportation is something that certainly affects each and every one of us every day. And, and then again, I think 
overall the the economic impact and and actually i as i look more at missouri i think there's a lot of similarities between missouri and and washington state those are both two states that depend heavily on agriculture depend heavily on getting product to uh, from farm to market and and most importantly to the ports uh, to get it shipped out so a lot of similarities there and again i think at the end of the day transportation is important to everybody Well, David, I wish you many happy years ahead. I know you're relatively new to the job right now, and I'm sure there's a great future ahead. It's certainly an incredibly important service for folks to understand and save the time of us all doing our individual research that there's a place to go and find out the unvarnished truth about what's going on with our transportation system. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Len, and and hopefully, uh, you know, you'll have me back on here in the future, and we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on in Missouri. Thank you. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org, not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.